How's it going, everyone? Uh, my name is Mick Hawes. My name is Spencer Banks. Um, and we just wanted to do this podcast just to talk to you a little bit about a couple of the EdTech tools that we, uh, that we like and that we're planning on using in our future classrooms. Um, so I guess, Spencer, uh, if you want to go ahead and start us off, uh, you came to talk today about IXL, is that correct? I did, yeah. Um, IXL is, is really great. Um, it's for, it's mainly for those, um, like, it's especially good um, in times like this where everything is online now. Um, and it covers a whole lot of different subjects and it's a really great program for, um, for kids. Sweet, sweet. So, um, which frameworks do you feel like work the best with IXL, or which frameworks do you think um, you can implement well by using IXL? So, I think that um, PlayPosit is a really good one. Um, you can share your screen with your students and you can show them step-by-step step how to do a math problem or how to do um, different things with different subjects. And so that's a really good tool to use. Awesome. Um, how much does IXL cost to use? IXL is $9.95 a month. So it's really cheap and it's really easy to use. So is that, is that $9.95 like that you pay as a teacher and then your whole, all of your students get to use it or does each student have to pay that $10 a month? It's, it's normally for, for the teacher and the teacher pays it and then the students can use it to their leisure. Gotcha, gotcha, okay, cool. Um, and do you feel like this, like IXL works well for all age groups or is it more of an elementary school age or like a secondary education age or does it kind of work well for everybody? I think it really works well for everybody. Um, you know, it's, it's K through 12 and it covers subjects like math, which includes, you know, algebra. Um, but it also includes, I found it includes Spanish, which, um, which you need that to graduate high school eventually. So um, having Spanish and learning Spanish from IXL is a really good tool to, um, to utilize. Okay, and uh, going off of that, um, you talked about how you can use Spanish in it. Um, do you feel like IXL works well for diverse populations like English second language learners or um, you know, like special ed um, classrooms? Do you feel like it's something that can be adapted to those types of students as well, or is it more just for the general education classroom? I do, I think, I think everybody can use it. Um, researching IXL, I found that not only does it include English, but it includes 14 other languages. Um, oh, wow. From uh, just, just um, to name a few here, uh, Brazil, France, Germany, Japan, Latin America and Spain, um, and it's on their respective languages. So IXL is really diverse in that way. Okay, 
That's cool. That's really good to know. I never knew that. Um, so how would you plan to implement IXL in your future classroom? If you can just kind of share for a couple minutes on how you would like to do that as a teacher. Sure. Um, I think one of the ways that, that I would implement uh, IXL and other teachers can implement IXL is um, if, if I can compare test scores to you know, student A and student B, and I can kind of look at the different subjects that they're, stu they're struggling with, um, IXL is a really good program that you can kind of, I IXL can explain it better than, than you as a teacher possibly could. Um, and it can, it can be better in that way because it can answer maybe questions that, that the student has that maybe the teacher doesn't know how to answer. IXL can answer those questions and teach them um, sometimes in a better way and increase understanding. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. Um, is there anything else that you feel like sharing or that you want to share about IXL or do you feel like that about covers at all? I, I just want to reiterate that um, IXL is cheap. Um, you know, it's 10 bucks. And um, like I said before, with these crazy times, how everything is online and everything is with social distancing. Um, you know, you could do this from home with um, a parent or a family member. Um, so it's just really cool that in that way, it's, it's cheap learning and it's easy to use. Cool, cool. Well, thanks. Um, so now I'm gonna go ahead and talk a little bit about my tool. Um, what I chose to talk about is uh, Class Dojo. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen for this. Uh, let's see. Oh. What happened? Oh, there we go. Okay, I gotta hit share. All right. Oh. Don't look at my grades, sorry about that. All right, so Class Dojo is a pretty cool um, website that teachers can use to uh, help share information with their students, um, as well as with the teachers, I mean with the parents of their students. Um, it can also help with uh, checking things like attendance and grades. Um, it can help them to uh, come up with like a, uh, um, a rewards-based system um, so that as students do good things and do positive things in the classroom, they can be rewarded as well as when they, when they make mistakes and when they do things that they're not supposed to. Um, they can lose points or lose, uh, lose benefits um, within the classroom and the parents can kind of keep track of that so that when parent-teacher conferences come up, um, and the parents come in and talking to this teacher and the teacher says, yeah, you know, your kid is a troublemaker, they're class clown, they're always distracting the rest of their classmates, they're always creating a lot of issues in class and their grades are slipping and all these bad things. The parents aren't like, what? I never knew that. Like, how come you didn't tell me any of this? But if you have Class Dojo and you're including every single parent on the Class Dojo site, um, then there's really no reason that parents can pretend that they didn't know or can say that they didn't know. There's no way that students can, can try and like lie or 
or hide things from their parents so that their parents don't find out. Like, you know, what I used to do is go grab the, um, whenever my report card came in the mail, I'd try and grab it before my parents could get the mail that day. That way they couldn't see it if I knew that I had one, one or two grades that were, that were lower than what, um, than what my parents liked my grades to be. Class Dojo makes it so that kids can't do that because the, the teacher has their own, um, their own login, the students have their own login, and the parents have their own login, and the students can't adjust or change any of the information um, to try and get around their parents seeing it. But I just wanted to kind of show you a few of the cool things. So like you go right here and you can invite um, parents, you can invite students into it, you can add um, skills that students are working on. So like if a student is working really hard, uh, they can get points or if they're participating or they're persistent or on task, um, as well as you can add some negative things, some things that they can work better at. And you could honestly just put all of these and say the opposite, like they need to be on task more, they need to be participating more, they need to work harder. Um, and those can be things that take away uh, some of their points. Um, oh, I think actually, let me go back to that, because I think right here, if I click here, all points. Oh, gotcha. So you can make it so that parents can only see their positive points. Um, or that they can't see their points at all so that the point system is just something between the student and the teacher. That way students don't feel overwhelmed that their parents might be able to see their bad marks. Um, or you can make it so they can see all the points. Um, you can record attendance. Uh, you can, there's like a toolkit, so you can do like think, pair, share. You can put them into groups. Um, a, you can set up a timer for while they're working on assignments, music, um, put some directions up on the board. Um, so Class Dojo is, for, to me, it's a really good classroom management tool as well as communication tool um, to talk with, with parents. So you can manage your classroom and take, make sure that students are really paying attention as well as keeping close contact um, and constant contact with the parents. Um, it isn't really much of a classroom tool outside of maybe the point system and the attendance. Um, it's more of something that you set up so that students can stay involved and stay up to date on things when they're not in the classroom, when they're at home, um, when it's the weekend, when they're, you know, when they're on spring break or whatever um, the case may be. Uh, so. The one, the one negative aspect of it for a tool in the, for a classroom tool is that it doesn't have a whole lot of things that can help enhance the classroom. Um, but it, it still is a really good tool. Um, another thing that I wanted to go into with it is to talk a little bit about um, a couple frameworks. Um, so the first one I chose was PickRat. Uh, PickRat kind of puts things into a grid-based system where you're trying to achieve um, the most productive classroom that you can. The bottom shows what teachers can do, and the top and the um, the Y column shows um, what students, how students are involved with the tech. Um, and the cool thing about Class Dojo is I feel like you get a lot of passive and interactive involvement from students. Um, it's really easy to get that 
just because you there's so many different things that you can do on there with the point system and the grades and communication and stuff. Um, and on the teacher side, I think that it does a great job of replacing just the general parent teacher conference type stuff and the general <clears throat> uh, report cards because it's just like a fun website that you can put it on and it. It's just a one, one stop shop to put all the information and there isn't like things being sent in the mail and you're not having to worry about stuff getting lost. Um, so I feel like it replaces that old school style of, of giving information to, to parents. Um, and, and it amplifies it. And in my opinion, it really could transform it if you do it well as well, if you do it right as well. Um, the one thing that I feel like it doesn't do a whole lot of is the creative aspect. So it'd be kind of hard to, to reach this top column um, just because there isn't really a whole lot of opportunity for students to be creative. Um, I mean, you could still open it up to where they have the ability to choose what things they can get points off of and what things they can lose points off of, and they can get pretty, pretty creative with that. Um, but from my understanding with it, there isn't really a whole lot of opportunity for creativity for students. Um, the other framework is Triple E. Uh, the three E's in Triple E are to enhance, extend, and engage, and hopefully all three of those are working together. Um, just the, ba the most basic question with these is, do, do I think that Class Dojo enhances um, my students' understanding? Um, and I think that it would help to enhance their understanding of how they're doing in the class. Maybe not so much enhancing their understanding of, of the subject or what is being taught, but it really, I really do think that it would help to enhance um, their understanding of where they're at in class and what they still need to work on and what they can improve on. Um, extend, it absolutely extends beyond the classroom, 100%. Right? That's basically what Class Dojo is about, is to continue classroom work and continue communication even when students aren't in class anymore. So it, to me, it hits the extend aspect 110%. Um, and then engage, I think that it helps you to see which students are engaged. Um, I don't know if it necessarily engages them more, um, but it can help you to see like, all right, which students are, are already engaged and which students need, to, need a, little bit of, a little bit of a push to get more engaged, as well as which students become more engaged once they realize that their parents are able to see everything that they're doing in class or everything that they're not doing. You know, does that on its own push students to start being more engaged and start participating more. Um, so with Tripoli, I think that it mostly just helps you to see where your students are at using Class Dojo. I don't know if it necessarily builds on the classroom itself um, and enhances and engages students more, but it helps you to see what needs enhanced and what students need more engagement. But like I said, the extend, 100%, no questions asked. I, I think it hits it perfectly. So go ahead and stop the share. And that's Class Dojo. So. Awesome. So you kind of already talked about the pros and cons a little bit, and I was going to ask that, but that's okay. Um, what, what's the price of, of Class Dojo? So that's one really cool thing about Class Dojo is it's actually free. Um, when you first get on the website, it asks you if you're a parent, a student, a teacher, 
um, and you just click which one, whichever one you are, and then you create a profile, create a login. Um, and then as a teacher, once you create your profile, you can create a classroom and you can create multiple classrooms because for the most part, as a teacher, you're probably going to be teaching multiple classes of kids. Um, and then you can take that classroom and send that link to each of the students um, or to the parents, or you can just send them an invite to join your classroom. And then once they've joined the classroom, then they're part of it. But it's free for everybody. It's free for the parent, the students, and the teachers. Um, in fact, I just created one and said that I was a teacher at BYU-Idaho. That way it would allow me to, um, to kind of show what all of the, the different tools and, and uh, services are on it um, as if I were already a teacher. Um, so it's, it's extremely easy to use. And like I said, it's free. So it's very cheap. Okay, awesome. Um, what subjects do you think my child could learn from um, Class Dojo? So, so like I said, I don't know if Class Dojo necessarily does a whole lot for like teaching a subject or, or helping to um, get subject matter across to a student. However, um, it would work for any class, honestly. I mean, any class that you keep grades in, any class that you have rules in that students are supposed to follow, any class that you want to add a rewards-based system into, um, it would work for any of them, math, English, science, you know, language classes, um, special ed. It, it, would, it would work for, for any class like that. Um, it really is just a matter of how much you want to, uh, how much you want to do on the website itself. Um. And this, is this a K through 12 thing? Yeah, it is. Um, it, I feel like just based on like the cartoony aspect of the website and the fact that there's like rewards based systems and stuff, I feel like it would probably work better with elementary school kids. Um, however, it, it, it's something that you can use for everybody. Uh, with elementary school kids too though, you'd have to be careful because Obviously, young children probably aren't going to have a ton of access to the internet, um, you know, depending on their, their rules in their home and everything. Um, so if you're doing it with really young, like kindergarten, first, second grade, there's a chance that your students might not be able to get on the computer or get on that website all the time outside of school. So you might not want to do too much outside of class on the student end but it would still be really good for the parents and I'm sure the parents would be able would love to be able to have access to that um, but as you get more into like older elementary middle school and even high school um, the students would would be able to participate on it a lot more so you could put more um, participation aspects on it um, but I definitely think it is more drawn towards elementary maybe middle school um, I feel like high school kids might not take it quite as seriously. So, um, sweet. That's all the questions I got. Okay, sweet. Uh, so I feel like the last thing that we need to talk about uh, for both of our tools is just um, on a scale of of one to ten, um, or you know, one to a hundred percent. How would you rate IXL in its just effectiveness as as an ed tech tool from your understanding uh, 
I, I would definitely say 10 out of 10, um, just because of the different subjects, the different grade levels that it incorporates. Uh, I'd say it's a, a really great tool to use. And, and as I've mentioned before, it's cheap and it's easy to use. And yeah, it's, it's a great program. Sweet. That's really good to know. I'm going to have to look into IXL a little bit more because that's, I mean, if it's a 10 out of 10, then it's got to be something that most teachers should be using. Um, for Class Dojo, as a general scoring, I would give it like an eight and a half to nine, just because, like I said, I don't know if it's the most flexible tool for all age levels. Um, like as you get old into the older classes, students might be less engaged and less um, they might they just might not care about it as much um as well as it doesn't really do much for the actual curriculum like there it doesn't really enhance your ability to teach the curriculum as a teacher however if i'm grading it just based on its ability to communicate with parents and students outside of class and its ability to help you manage the classroom 10 out of 10 like 100%. Students love rewards-based things. And one thing that I've, if there's one thing that I've learned from going to school and teaching and uh, working with, with kids, if you give them something to work towards, they're much more likely to achieve it or to put in a lot of effort. And at that same standard, if a student is not doing what they're supposed to be and you take away points or you take away some type of reward from them, I feel like that is a great way to motivate them. And for most students, it works as a good motivator to get on task and start doing the right thing and focusing. Um, and then, like I said, it's just, it's a great communication tool, a one-stop shop to get all of your communication with parents and stuff out of the way. So in those specific areas, I'd give it 10 out of 10. But as a whole, I'll, I'll be generous and give it a nine, nine out of 10 as a whole, so. All right, well, is there anything else that you would like to share with the lovely people who are hopefully not actually watching this? No, uh, thank you for all the people at home that are watching this. This was, this was great. Yeah, all right, cool. Well, we will see you guys later. Enjoy.